Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. As soon as her husband left for the sanitarium in Huntsville this afternoon, Jessie had gone to see her former lover, Brett Cameron. Ben had decided to check up on the condition of his daughter, who was being treated at the sanitarium for a mental illness. But Kit's father had made up his mind that Kit was only pretending illness in order to evade punishment for committing perjury. Still, he told his wife he wanted to see her and determine for himself whether she was ill. At first, Jessie had been nervous, afraid he might actually be allowed to see Kit, might discover her illness was genuine. That would have spoiled Jessie's plans. She wanted to alienate Ben from Kit, eventually to persuade him he should cut the younger woman from his will. And if Ben were to learn she was actually ill and not pretending, he might soften, might forgive her. Brett, however, reminded Jessie that she herself had told him the doctor in charge of Kit's case had forbidden Ben to see the girl. Now Brett takes one of Jessie's hands in his as he says, Darling, don't look so nervous. You're like a cat that hears a strange noise outside in the night. That's very much the way I feel. Brett, there are so many ways our plans can fail. Any one little change we hadn't counted on might throw the whole thing out of kilter. That's true, Jesse, but I've planned this too well to have anything go wrong. But what if Ben changed his mind about Kit? You are, Jesse. Stop worrying. Ben's not going to change. Oh, I only hope he doesn't. (laughs) He ought to be getting home pretty soon. I'd better go, Brett. Well, darling, I can see you won't rest until you know what happened, so perhaps you'd better... I want to be home when Ben gets there. Oh, Brett. I hope everything went all right. Well, I think you should be there when he gets home. Because if they refuse to let him see Kit, he'll be in a mood to blow up the place. <laughs> yes. And I must be there to back him up. That's right. Always the loyal wife. I'm proud of you, Jesse. Oh, don't be so cynical, Brett. <laughs> I'm not cynical, my dear. Honestly. Well, I wish you'd be less... Oh, less forthright in calling a spade a spade. You know what I mean. Very well, Mrs. Calvert. Awfully glad you dropped in for a cup of tea and a chat. Do give my regards to your husband. The uh, three of us must get together sometime soon for a game of Chinese checkers. <laughs> You're impossible. Amusing, though, eh, Jesse? Come here, Miss Wing. Kiss me goodbye. Oh, Brett. I'll be so glad when this is all over. When we can stop scheming and plotting. I, I hate it. Honestly, I do. Be patient, darling. We're in sight of our goal now. We must use our heads. We've got to. I will, Brett. Remember, your job is to be very devoted to Ben. If he trusts you and believes in you, that's all we need. Yes, Brett. I know. Now, you run along home like a good girl. Call me when you have an opportunity. And above all, don't worry. Jessie had intended to be established in the house on 11th Street when her husband returned. She had a momentary panic as she came into the wide hallway of Ben's luxurious home. For her husband was there before her. She hurried into the study. Oh, there you are, Jessie. Where have you been? Well, I, I did a little shopping. Couldn't have done very much. I don't see any packages. Well, I didn't find what I wanted. Well, my dear, I have news for you. Well, what happened, then? I told you I intended to visit Kit. Yes. Did they allow you to see her? Oh, my, yes. I saw her, all right. You did? What's the matter, Jesse? You seem to be surprised. Why, no, Ben. I know you were dead against my going, Jesse, but you were wrong. 
I'm very glad I did. Well, how, how is she, Ben? Jessie, you're absolutely right. Uh, I was? Absolutely. Gets no more out of her head than you or I. Oh. It's just as you said, she's putting on an act, a terrific act. But it doesn't fool me for a minute. Now I understand why Dr. Larrabee didn't want me to see her. He realized that I'd be smart enough to see through it. Well, I won't say I told you so, Ben. You don't need to, my dear. One thing about me, Jesse, I'm always willing to concede my errors of judgment. And this is one time you were absolutely right. Frankly, when I saw how Kit's behaving, the length she's going to, I... I was ashamed to think she's my daughter. Kit always had been good at pretending to be what she isn't. I've often thought she missed her calling. She might have made quite a success on the stage. If you could have seen her today, you'd have thought so. Actually, she's well aware of what's going on. She's not enough of an actress to disguise that. You mean she didn't pretend not to recognize you or act as though her mind wandered? No. Oh, she talked rather incoherently once or twice, but I could tell she was doing it deliberately. Tears, hysterics. All part of the performance. Well, it's a good thing you went over there. Now you'll be relieved in your mind, Ben. You've been worrying about it for so long. Now you know. I wanted to be sure, though. After I talked to the district attorney, I got to thinking if Kit really were ill, it would change the whole picture. I wouldn't want to expose her to a perjury trial unless I was sure her health could stand it. Now I'm very glad I saw Craig. The sooner he gets the trial underway, the sooner Kit will begin to realize that she can't get by with the things that she's done, the way she's behaved. You're so right, then. As you say, what Kit needs is discipline. If they sentence her to a term in prison, she'll have plenty of time to consider the error of her ways. Exactly. And of course, as I said before, the only way to clear you of being implicated with her is to have the whole business reviewed in a courtroom. When people find out you were innocent, that you were taken in by Kit just as everyone else, this town will certainly change its attitude toward you. That's right, Jesse. And I never would have seen it in that light if you hadn't pointed it out to me. I want to tell you how... Very grateful I am for your loyalty, my dear. Thank you, Ben. Yes, Jesse, there have been harsh words between us. Bitter words. Even recrimination. But that's all over now. Oh, Ben. Good to hear you say that. From now on, we're going to live differently. The way a man and wife should. Mm. Nothing would make me happier, darling. Nothing in this world. When I look back, I see how I've wronged you. It's true I fought against our marriage the time I didn't realize the extent of your loyalty. And there's no use my denying uh, that we never would have been married if you hadn't tricked me into it. Many a woman has to trick a man into a wedding ceremony. And if she knows it's for his own good, she doesn't mind the loss of her pride. If she has faith in what their relationship can become. I never would have believed this could have happened. At the time, I was too disturbed about Kit. Her troubles, her breakup with that young fool Bill Mead to really appreciate you. You know, Ben, when one looks back on your life, especially since Kit grew up, it's all too plain that she's been your main stumbling block. She's always stood between you and any peace of mind you might have had. I hate to admit it, Jesse, but I'm afraid you're right. Kit has cost me a great deal. More ways than one. You see, it was hard for me to make you realize. But you always thought I was thinking of it personally. 
Look at my criticizing shit had to do with some personal dislike. I guess I was blind and stubborn. Actually, it was always your welfare that concerned me. I just hated to see her take advantage of you, make you suffer. I see that now. And, Jesse, I'm going to make it all up to you. You'll have everything you want. All I want is your happiness, then. That's all I've ever wanted. Material things, what do they matter if one's truly happy? But you're the sort of woman who loves to live graciously, Jesse. And thank heaven I have the money to make that possible. What use is my money if it's not to enjoy, eh? From now on, you can indulge in your extravagances to your heart's content. No, I'm not really extravagant, then. I think of the future a lot more than you've ever realized. Oh, you have nothing to worry about on that score, my dear. Your future will be secure. Uh, there are several matters I have to attend to in order to assure that. And I'll take care of those matters right away. Then I think this is the happiest moment in my life. You'll be happier once from now on, Jesse. It's not too late for us. You'll see. Tell me I'm right. Yes, but of course it's not too late. Everything Jesse Calvert had schemed for, all her hopes, her ambitions were being fulfilled. In the struggle against Ben's daughter, Jesse appeared to have come out the victor. But there were forces at work which might change the pattern. Aunt Mary Lane and her son Randy, who knew Kit's illness to be genuine, who wanted to help the young woman find her way back to mental health. If they succeeded in helping the psychiatrist, Ben's present attitude toward his daughter might still change. 